Chapter 1. The Pine Barrens, Southern New Jersey. Summer, 2010. Stan and Josephine Barr were heading back into the pines when they saw the woman lying in the ditch. They'd ventured out for the day to collect supplies, made a good run, but the effort had taken its toll. When they were a young couple living in Hoboken, they walked everywhere. And why not? Everything was in spitting distance. When they gave up urban life for the secluded one they now cherished, the prospect of using tires instead of feet seemed just fine, especially once they'd settled in and appreciated that spitting distance was now missile distance. This made the discovery of the woman in the ditch all the more disturbing. Stan could not remember passing any stalled vehicles along the way, none at the scene either. Only moments prior, Josephine had laid her head on Stan's shoulder and closed her eyes. The dashboard had read 8.30 p.m. Daylight was on its way out, and Stan knew once they ventured further into the pines, the densely surrounding woodlands would blanket whatever remaining light there was. 8.30. They'd been out later than he wanted, and there was still a ways to go. He had hoped they'd be back at the house, everything unloaded, and under the sheets by nine. Ten was now looking more likely, late for them. Stan had thought about turning on the radio, the distraction perhaps lightening the load on his weary lids. Of course, it would also lighten the load on Joe's lids, and he'd wanted his wife to rest. Whistling? He shook his head at himself. No different than the radio, dummy. And then the ultimate distraction had presented itself, but it was nothing to be grateful for. The woman in the ditch. Joe! he said. Joe, wake up, honey. Josephine sat upright, yawned, and rubbed fresh sleep from her eyes. What is it? Stan slowed the truck to a stop on the side of the road. What is it? Josephine asked again. Why are you stopping? Stan was pointing in the near distance, the headlights of the truck illuminating everything. A woman in a ditch by the side of the rural road, her body curled into a fetal position. What do you make of that? Josephine squinted and leaned forward, her tired eyes then springing to life on discovery. Oh my God! Stan nodded. What should we do? Josephine motioned towards Stan's cell on the dashboard. Call for help? Stan picked up the phone. And how long before someone actually gets here? Remember Jack Logan? By the time they got to him, he was dead. That was deep in the belly of the pine, Stan. They couldn't find the place. Josephine turned and looked in all directions. We're still in the outskirts. They'd get here in time. In time for what? Stan said. We don't know if that girl is dead or... The woman started moving. She uncoiled slowly from her fetal ball, tried to stand, and fell over. Stan and Josephine simultaneously exited the truck and hurried towards the woman. Josephine dropped to a knee as Stan stood overhead. The woman was moaning, trying to sit up. Josephine placed a hand on the woman's back to steady her. Stan gave the woman a quick going over. She appeared to be in her late twenties, brown hair and thin, disheveled but attractive. She wore jeans and a t-shirt. A gray ladies' bag was by her side. He could see no signs of blood. Sweetheart, Josephine said to the young woman. Sweetheart, can you hear me? The woman stared blankly at Josephine, then up at Stan. Her brown eyes were wide and glassy. Stan reckoned some state of shock. Sweetheart? Josephine tried again. Sweetheart, are you hurt? Can you tell me what happened? 
The woman tried getting to her feet again. Stan and Josephine helped her, each taking an arm. The woman appeared steadier now. She took in her surroundings. Where? she said. You're in southern New Jersey, the Pine Barrens, Stan said. What on earth are you doing out here on your own, on foot? The Pine? Barrens, Stan said. It's a heavily forested area that stretches across more than seven counties. How the heck did you make it in this far on foot? The woman asked. Why are you here? Stan and Josephine exchanged looks. The question seemed irrelevant given the circumstances. We live out here, Stan said. We own a small farm. We also own a truck, Stan said with significance, gesturing to the still idling vehicle. Stan, Josephine said. Stan held up a hand and nodded at his wife's implication for discretion. Josephine turned her attention back to the young woman.